0: Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Commit. Flip off
1: Good afternoon and welcome to SWAT Radio. Yes, this is Brad Sykes coming to you live on this Tuesday afternoon. What is today? Today is February 21st, and I get the unique I don't know call it unique I get a special privilege today of having my good friend Brian Andrews in studio with me and uh Brian good to have you brother
2: well thank you very much for that compliment glad to be here with you <laughs> it's my privilege for sure
1: thank oh come you. on now yeah. well <clears throat> you were just saying the last time you were on air yes was back in December yeah. and I'm trying to remember probably around the 21st 20 maybe 20 21st and I was on my way down from Chicago. You were? Uh, a little road trip. Yeah. And uh, just tuned in on the road. So, you know, hey, we'd love to hear from you. If you're out there today and you want to call in, tell us where you're calling from. I think it's always kind of fun to, you know, to hear where people are calling
2: from. Love to hear some callers and um, convince me that, uh, you know, thousands are listening, right?
1: (laughs) Exactly. Well, who cares? I mean, you know, we're going to be talking today about purpose, and uh, I'm kind of excited to kind of bounce back and forth, you and I, and uh, I I was just realizing, I I don't know if Jeremy uh, knows this, but we had a sheet of paper and i'm holding up one of the sheets of paper that have all the various radio stations that you know pick up swat radio and one of the things we used to have was another sheet that had our phone number on it now you would think after how many years of doing this that i would know the the, the phone number to call in right but uh, sadly uh, i don't although i'm looking it up so listen if you're if you're tuned in and you want to you know you want to Give us a shout today, Brian, and I would love to take your call. You can call us at 844-777-7928. So I need to write that back down. So we've got this on our sheet of paper Absolutely. here. But um, listen, I haven't. I've been gone for a week, and uh, I had just uh, was truly blessed yesterday. I know many of our listeners, a lot of our SWAT brothers uh, here in Northeast Florida and around the country, who tune in by Zoom. Uh, know that Doug's mother Aileen McCary passed away on Thursday about 2 50 p.m. in the afternoon and uh, I happened to be out in Texas at my youngest daughter my my last uh conference swim meet out in Houston and uh we we got out there on Tuesday of last week and she competed Thursday through Saturday and then I got word that Doug's uh mother's service funeral was going to be on monday yeah and so i thought you know what we're going to take a little detour from our trip and wow. so so Vic glad and I, you did that yeah. i am too i'm really glad that that worked out Vicky and i got to go and be be there for the service and it was beautiful it was an absolutely as you would expect yes. uh, doug yeah. performed the service <clears throat> and uh clear presentation of the gospel and uh anyway it was great so good to be back in jacksonville though
2: yeah, absolutely. And I know she was a faith believer, Christian, and, and that's the hope we all have. We know that we're citizens of heaven and we're just going
1: home. Absolutely. So much of what was shared yesterday is just that we do grieve. Yes. You know, We, we right. grieve at loss, but we don't grieve without hope. Right. We have a hope that we will see Aileen, <clears throat> we will see those right. of our loved ones who put their faith in Christ, and, uh, boy, I look forward to those days. You know, I, I don't yeah. know, Brian, about you, the older we get yeah. and you've got a couple of years on me. I do. Uh, yeah. but you know, the older I get, the more I'm looking forward to it, you know?
2: I, I know. And you know, the more I realize when you think of a legacy and what defines a good legacy is, is there any greater legacy than giving your kids, your family hope knowing that, Hey, dad's in heaven and, and that's comforting because they can celebrate your life <coughs> knowing that they're going to see you again, be reunited and when 10,000 years have gone by, it'll be as if we all just
1: arrived. What is that? Amazing Grace? Yes. Love that. Oh, you, want to, you want to sing that? <clears throat> I, I don't want to oh, sing okay. it, but you have a much better voice. You could probably. No, I just uh, have a radio voice. That's I'll, a, I'll yeah. hum it for you. <laughs> but you're <laughs> right. I mean, the words, the lyrics of that song, when we've been right. there 10,000 years. Right. I mean, it'll feel like the first day. Absolutely. You know, my mother passed away uh, just it was ten years this past October, and I remember that. I remember the day that right. she entered entered glory. Yeah. And uh, there, there's a part of you that rejoices knowing. Yes. She is in the presence of Christ.
2: Yeah. Completely healed.
1: Yeah. Absence in the body, uh, and, present with the Lord. And and no worries when you get to heaven. Nothing. None.
2: Just basking <clears throat> in God's glory. Isn't
1: that yeah. the truth? We, yes. I don't know. We, I, we can't even comprehend that. No. You know what I mean? Hmm. Uh, yeah. It's just kind of one of those things. You got to let your 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 mind just marinate in that concept that yeah. there'll be no more pain, no more suffering. Uh, a lot of the things that we deal with on a day to day basis. I mean, right. I'm looking at the news right now, just seeing what's oh, out yeah. there. I mean, yeah. I think we just had another uh, earthquake over in Turkey, yes. Syria. Yes, and uh, you know, just devastating. Right. Uh, the pain and the suffering that is going on around the world. Uh, I think about people probably very close to us who may be experiencing some pain and suffering. Absolutely. And and so
2: God's love needs to be on full display. And until we really receive and accept God's love, you know, we're not going to be able to be a reflection of that love. And so we've got to slow down enough where there is revival in our heart, and by the way, that makes me think about Asbury. Have you? I, I again, we talked briefly, but have have you heard this you, back?
1: You me? know, just snippets. Um, yeah. I, I've been it's kind of been one of those things. I've I got a lot of as you're. You know, you you traveled yeah. a lot in your work, yes. uh, yeah. and so oftentimes when you're traveling, you're you're very focused on what you're traveling for. It's not right. that you're you're probably yeah. in the Word and you're praying, but I've, I keep getting these hits on what's happening in Asbury. And I haven't really dug into it, but it uh, right. get, looks get, pretty exciting. Let, I mean, let me give you 45 seconds. <clears throat> yeah, I do, do that? it. And
2: maybe perhaps for our listeners out there, too. Uh, so Sunday night, hanging out with uh, another Christian couple, Bill and Susan, and they go, oh, go check it out. So I did, mm-hmm. and I actually listened to the 28-minute sermon by a guy named Zach that spawned it off. Now, you'd look at that sermon, and you expect, what was it? But there really wasn't anything fantastic there, just a heart, humility. And, and, and the, the message really was about God's love. We have to receive it. And it was really founded in uh, the mid, the chapter uh, Romans 12, 12 through uh, 25 or somewhere in that range. There's about 30 different commands about what love looks like. Now, most of us think love is first Corinthians 13 and it is indeed, but mm-hmm. Romans 12, it was a good refresher for me to read that as I listened to the sermon. And the last thing he says is revive us in your love. Amen, and then walks off the stage and there's no cheering. In fact, the first two rows of that auditorium are empty seats, no students in the first two rows. What they said that's what led to people coming down to experience God's love because that was his whole point. Many of us have been loved imperfectly, and because we've been loved imperfectly, we have some wounds that we haven't gotten over, but God loves us perfectly. We can get hurt even in the church, with family, with friends, et cetera. And God loves us perfectly. And once we can receive that love perfectly, we can then go back out and be a reflection and just pour that love out. Turkey needs it. And as a prime example, our neighbors need it. And we need to look and see where God's at work and how we can pour out that love.
1: Boy, that is solid. Really good. Very encouraging. I mean, I want to kind of dig into it. Uh, I want to kind of read some of what's going on there. If uh, if you've been watching that, call in today eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. You know, Brian, we're gonna. Uh, there was a couple other things that one of the things that caught my attention in the news here this that mo- today is the Anglican leaders reject Archbishop of Canterbury after he made same sex marriage decision. You know, they. I mean, there are a number of them coming out saying this is you know this is false teaching. Uh, the article says Anglican leaders rejected the leadership of the Archbishop of Canterbury in a scathing letter after the Church of England voted earlier this month to offer blessings for same sex couples. The wow. statement against Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, was signed by archbishops from 10 of the 42 provinces of the global Anglican Communion who represent conservative provinces, mostly in Africa and Asia. Mm that believe homosexuality goes against the bible. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, sadly only 10 of the 42 came out and said that, you know. But yeah. you know how you can get so far off track. Yeah. You know, it just it's little small minute movements in that direction. Right. And it's really not holding to the the full counsel of God's word. That's right. Uh, right. I, listen, I sit behind this mic. I, I open the Word as you do, and there are things as we read through Scripture mm-hmm. that are tough. Yeah, they're tough to swallow. Right, and uh, you know we're we're living in a time where the Word of God is being canceled. It's yeah. being silenced. Right, it's being pushed off into the corner of society. Yeah, and uh, you know as 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 we sit behind these mics or we go out into the world that we're living in. The idea is that we're to proclaim the Word of God, but we're to do it in love. Yes. And yeah. it sounds much like what's happening there. Yeah. Is the proclamation of the Word of God in love.
2: It, it absolutely is. And it's recognition that our sins can come in a variety of forms, mm. right? And and if we look at pure love, pure love's not jealous. Well, I get jealous at times, yeah. right? I mean, even if you're cheering for a friend who's getting promotion after promotion or, you know, whatever, having success in a business world or not working as hard as you do, you know, there's a little bit of envy, like, wow, I kind of wish I had that going on. Mm -hmm. And so there's many times that in the world, naturally, we're going to feel, how about this one? Love your enemies, right? Yeah, Love your enemies. That's not come easy. And that can't happen unless you receive God's love. So the answer all goes back to receiving God's love and surrender to his will. And and then our life starts getting sorted out pretty quickly after yeah, that.
1: Yeah. Well, it, 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 loving your enemy is going to require living in the spirit. Yes. That that is a That's that right. is not a natural tendency of ours. That's right. So anyway, hey, I'm glad you're here and joining us today. Uh, Brian and I are going to get into Acts chapter 21. We're going to fact, we'll, we'll read through the text one through 16, but we're going to kind of dig into those first three verses today. We're going to be looking. At purpose. What is our purpose? Glad you've joined us here at SWAT Radio. If you want to call in this afternoon, 844-777-7928. We'll take a quick break and be right back.
0: If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls.
1: Stop by the city lights, my world from a mile high, best seat in the house tonight. Touch down in the coal black top. Hold on for the sudden stop. Breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos those Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes sitting along with my good friend Brian Andrews. And uh, we are Philly You're really filling in for Doug. Man, that's a big seat to sit in over there. I can't believe you switched it up on me. Doug, your seat's seat's pretty comfortable. Yeah. Hey, Doug, if you're listening, call us, brother. Uh, (laughs) I know you're uh, journeying back to the First Coast, and we're excited to get you back. But, uh, you know, I was so encouraged by the the funeral service yesterday that Doug did. And just neat to, to be, you know. Yeah. To to hear the good news of the gospel at an event like that, you know, it's something yes. like that. Yeah. And you know, you were you and I were just talking on the break. I know you got a big night tonight. You're kicking yeah. off a kind of a small group for uh, what was it, eighteen to twenty five age group? Is that the age that's group? That's right. That's right. Yep. Man, that's that's exciting. And I know Angel, she's definitely got the gift of hospitality. So yeah. I know that's going to be pretty special.
2: Absolutely. She's uh, game on, ready for the event. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about this. I'm holding this card here in front of me, and this is the uh, invitation to the Iron Sharpens Iron National Men's Equipping Conference that's going to be going on this weekend here in Jacksonville at Mandarin Presbyterian Church. Uh, If you are not familiar with Iron Sharpens Iron, I mean, Brian, you've been to one of these events. Several times. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, I'm going to be speaking at this one and uh, really excited about that. Doug and I have done a couple of these. Doug's done a bunch of them. But, uh, you know, it's just a great gathering of men coming together. You know, I don't know how many, maybe 100, 200, 300, 400 men that will gather. And uh, there's multiple breakout sessions. And uh, so anyway, go to ironsharpensiron.net if you want to register. Uh, In fact, you can use, I think, SWAT code. It's SWAT23. If you go on there, I think there's a little discount code, SWAT23. Enter the promo code for that and uh, hope to see you there. I know Are you, are you, no, you're not, you're going to be gone.
2: I've I've got a conflict. I'm actually meeting with a missionary friend from uh, Africa that's in town. So I got a conflict and I'd love to be there, but let, let me just say this to the men, right? You know, we need some time to get the bugs off our windshield and, and see more clearly the direction that we're driving in our life to reflect, to grow. And, and we need some retreat time. So guys, this is a half day retreat. Highly encourage you to come do it. And and they're going to feed you good, too. You're going to hear some inspirational speakers. I can still remember phrases that stuck with me, you know, last time I went. So, men, if you can work it out, it's, um, it's going to be a good one.
1: Well, and I really like the this idea of these breakout sessions. Here, I'll read just a couple of them. Um, <clears throat> I'm doing one called Becoming a Man of the Word. And that's going to really be about, uh, you know, when you, you say, when you think of a man of the word, you don't just think of somebody who knows the scripture. You think of somebody walks it out. Yeah. So I'm going to be talking about the importance of hiding God's word in your heart. That yeah. It That becomes something that yeah. you are a man of the word. Uh, one of them is building your band of brothers. You know. Yeah. I'm sitting across the the yeah. the booth from you. Yeah. Yep. A brother right. who we've yep. been to Israel together. We've yeah, been to right. the, did we go to the Philippines together. Nope, no, we didn't do that one. Um, but yeah, just we we've been in the trenches together. We have. Um, and that's kind of. Right. Uh, we need that and as we've, men. We've been in the sand traps together. We have been in the sand traps together. Uh, <laughs> I don't like to admit that, but uh, <laughs> anyway, one of them's uh, discipling men to disciple men. Uh, don't. How about this one? Don't go broke, men and money. Mm. Boy, that's that's yeah. an important deal Absolutely. right there. Uh, how about this? It's time for a do over. Uh, that's that's Ooh. that could yeah. be really good. Uh, how about this one? Men who pray, care and share. Prayer, care and share. Yeah. Uh, men, uh, pastoring the men of your church, uh, Brian Carter's going to be doing that, and Raising Godly Boys, mm, that's sure. by Larry Wagner's going to be doing that. That Larry Wagner's part of Trail Life USA. Oh, yeah. He's been our guest here, and uh, just the importance of... You know, you you got two yeah. young men uh, that are grown. Right. Yep. you think of the, the the value of pouring into those that next generation. Yeah, absolutely,
2: and and grandkids too, right? That kind of thing. Absolutely.
1: Yep. Now this is this is a good one. I'm glad Brian Doyle is going to be teaching this one. It's called Taking Your Marriage Off Autopilot.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow!
1: I wish yep. I could break from my session and go listen to that yeah, one. Yeah, right. Even though I don't think mine's on autopilot, it's uh, unbelievable. But uh, anyway. So that's kind of the wrap-up this weekend. If you want to come join us again, ironsharpensiron.net. Go on there, purchase, register, and you can use the promo code SWAT23. So, hey, good lead-in here to what we're going to be kind of digging in today on. And actually, Doug will be back in studio with me tomorrow, and we will uh, kind of jump back into the text. We're looking at Acts 21, verses 1 through 16. Brian, would you mind just reading that that passage, I know that's kind of yeah. long. No, not not at all. But can let's I, can I give it. a little context, please? Yes, do so it.
2: so Paul's leaving Ephesus. I think I remember elsewhere he stayed there about three years, right? So that's comfortable from a preaching perspective. To hey, familiar and everything else, you're getting mm-hmm. some real friendships. But God doesn't call us to be comfortable, does He? Oh, man. No, yeah. And having been to Ephesus and seen you know where the throngs and the theater and everything else, you know, it's really. Uh, more more believable to me now that i now read through this but if you look at the tail end of uh, 20 then as we lead into these verses you you were going to talk about uh, i'm just going to read 36 when he had said these things he knelt down and prayed with them all and they began to weep aloud and embrace paul and repeatedly kiss him grieving especially over the word which he had spoken and they and that they would not see his face again and they were accompanying him to the ship. So Paul's going ahead, and and, and they're, they're going to miss him, and they don't think he's coming back, and they have a feeling, you know, a premonition that he's going to suffer greatly in Jerusalem and that he shouldn't go there. So the first thing is they don't want him to go. They want to protect him, mm-hmm. right? But now he's going, and he's going with purpose. So let's get into this. He's yeah. sailing back. He's trying to get an important event. Pentecost, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So here we go. Verse 1, 21, Verse one through, did you say 16? Yep. sixteen? Right. Yep. Sixteen. Yeah. When when we had parted from them and had set sail, we ran a straight course to Cos, and the next day to Rhodes, and from there to Patara. And having found a ship crossing over to Phoenicia, we went aboard and set sail. When we came in sight of Cyprus, leaving it on the left, we kept sailing to. Syria, and landed at Tyre, for there the ship was to unload its cargo. After looking up the disciples, we stayed there with seven days, and they kept telling Paul through the Spirit not to set foot in Jerusalem. When our days there were ended, we left and started on our journey, while they all, with wives and children, escorted us until we were out of the city. And after kneeling down on the beach and praying, we said farewell to one another. Then we went on board the ship, and they returned home again. When we had finished the voyage from Tyre, we arrived at Platonus, and after greeting the brethren, we stayed with them for a day. On the next day, we left and came to Caesarea, and entertaining, entering the house of Philip, the evangelist, who was one of the seven, we stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who were prophetess and as they were staying there for some days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea and coming to us. He took Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands and said, this is what the Holy spirit says in this way, the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. When we had heard this, we were we as well as the local residents began begging him not to go on to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but even to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And since he would not be persuaded, we fell silent, remarking, The will of the Lord be done. After these days, we got ready and started on our way to Jerusalem. Some of the disciples from Caesarea also came with us, taking us to Nason of Cyprus, a disciple of long standing with whom we were to lodge.
1: May God bless the reading of His Word. Uh, you know, there was—I was just kind of highlighting as I was going through there. Once again, uh, I, you and I have been to Caesarea. Yes, you remember? I do. And this I is where do. they. This is kind of where they landed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's interesting. I'm glad you kind of went back and read 36 through uh, 38 there, at chapter mm-hmm. 20, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of sadness going on here. You yeah. know, and, and uh the, these these uh elders who had joined Paul, they realize we're not going to see you again. Yeah. You know, based on the words that Paul had told them, I'm yeah. going to Jerusalem, right. and right. you know, I know I'm going to be beaten there. And it says in verse one, and when. And when we had parted from them, in fact, that word parted, it means literally to tear away, you know, and you think about mm-hmm. the oper- the times when we've been, when we've had to part up, you know, was so touched yesterday at the funeral, uh, getting to just briefly visit with Doug's dad, James, he's been married to his bride for 67 years. Wow.
2: Yeah.
1: That's painful. Yes. yes. You know, that that's a painful tearing apart, if you will. Yes. And you realize, I think, and Doug and I even had this conversation yesterday, and, and even after his mother passed, was the concern for his father was that his father wouldn't lose his purpose. You know, and you mm-hmm. think about Paul, this has to be painful not only for those elders mm-hmm. from Ephesus, mm-hmm. but for Paul as well. Yeah. He's been spent three years with them. Yes, uh, in the halls of Tyrannus, he's been teaching them right. daily. Yeah. there's a friendship there. That there's a, but that friendship doesn't come before his purpose in life. Right, which is to get back to Jerusalem. Even though that's not, it's not Paul's ultimate purpose. That's what he wants. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting yeah. that it says that having found a ship crossing to Phoenicia now. Mm-hmm. Paul was not typically on ships. You know, when we think of ships, think of a pretty big vessel. Right. But Paul was used to these smaller vessels that really would hug the coast. Yes. They were a lot easier to travel by. Yeah. But it would have taken him a lot longer. Right. So he boards the ship so that he can get to Jerusalem in time for Pentecost. That's right. Great, great bringing that up. And uh, we'll kind of dig more into this after the break. We're going to take a break for national news. We're glad you've joined us. If you want to join in the conversation, we always welcome that, 844-777-7928, 844-777-SWAT. If you have a question or a comment, you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's A-S-K at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: The end of the line, with all the other not quite. Will all the never get it right. But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time. Cause I'm just a nobody.
1: Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Yes, we're just a nobody telling everybody about that somebody yes who saved our soul. And oh, yeah. if you are just tuning in, uh Brian Andrews has joined me in studio today. And that's a special treat from me. He's a longtime friend, good brother, and a fellow SWAT brother, too. And, you know, we were—I uh, know this is maybe somewhat of, of a little bit of a repeat of what was discussed last week, and due to the fact that Doug's been out last week with his mother's passing, thought it would be good to kind of rehash this out again. Paul, as we know, is is heading back to Jerusalem, and, and the week before last, we— we talked about God calling uh, these young leaders to prioritize their personal character and growth. He says, "Watch yourself." Secondly, he it's there to watch out for the provision and care for the church. There's a there's an important role as the elders of that church to provide and care for the church. And then, thirdly, to their protective concern for guarding the truth. And then. This importance of uh, making a priority of preaching and proclaiming the gospel truth. And then fourth is their pure commitment to God's work. And this week, and again last week, we're in Acts chapter 21, where we see Paul traveling back to Jerusalem with just a few stops along the way. He's paying specific attention to his stop in Caesarea which you and I have been yes, to. That's right. And he is as we we've seen over and over again Paul is completely surrendered to the lordship of Jesus and God's will for his life. Even to the point of beatings and we've seen that over and over again. In fact, God calls his kingdom priests to live lives fully surrendered to him and his will and his purposes. And that's kind of what we're going to look at not just today but for the rest of the week that if we're going to live fully surrendered to the Lord God, uh, He's going to call us to live daily with the knowledge of His purpose. You know, I was—I
2: yes. I couldn't help right. but
1: think about I was uh, verse First Peter two nine where it says, uh, "You're you're a chosen people, you're a royal priesthood, a holy nation, mm-hmm. you're a people of God's own possession." Right. It, 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 that to me, that verse is split in two. It's the first half is. Who you are? Yes, you're you're a yeah. royal priesthood. You're right. a holy. Pe- you're a people of God's own choosing. Mm-hmm. Now, the second half is your purpose. Yeah, your purpose is that you might proclaim the excellencies of Him who called you out of darkness, yeah. and into light. You you mentioned it earlier in the first segment that sin is sin. You right. know, right. we we would typically look at Paul and go, "Wow, talk about a guy who was in darkness." Mm-hmm. No, no doubt about it. Yeah. And and you know, the greater the sin, the greater the grace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And and Paul is radical as Paul was, or as radical as Saul was, right, when he became Paul, it became radical to proclaim the gospel. Yeah. And uh listen, I, I think about in our day, I mentioned this earlier, the gospel is getting silenced. Mm-hmm. The truths of God's word are being canceled. Yes. And we need men of God, men of the word who are bold and courageous. Yes. And knowing that you may experience some persecution. Right. Paul's headed back to Jerusalem. Yeah. And as we kind of looked, as you read, listen, Remember that? they're he, not going to have a celebration party for him.
2: No, no. Rock Kazak. Remember that? That's right. Hebrew. Yeah. Be strong and courageous, referencing Joshua. Doug taught us that at the, um, at the retreat. You know, what I'm thinking about with Saul, there was another character named Saul and he was a king and right. Israel loved him for a while. Mm-hmm. And then they saw what David could do to Goliath and David's anointed, but David's in running for 13 years, roughly, and persecuted by Saul. So here, both two Saul's that I, I, maybe there's a third, but the two Saul's in the Bible, right, are interfering with God's work yeah. and, 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 um, and God does not like it. And his plans are still going to be accomplished despite their best intentions. Mm-hmm killing, in both cases, somebody that was a God-anointed, you know, person or community.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yep. You know, I was thinking that, too. I was thinking how, how um, obviously, Saul becomes Paul, and and Paul, God's going to use Paul, and he has used Paul. And we, right. And here we are, 2,000 years later, talking about this man. That's right. And we're not elevating that man. No. We're elevate, elevating what God did through that man, of and He wants to do the same for us. And you know, I think I was very convicted as 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 we even looked at some of these questions uh, that you know what motivates me when I get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, so oftentimes I may not even be able to sleep because I I think I've got a great purpose you know in life to yeah. go close some real estate deal, yeah, or right. or even. To uh, you know, go meet with somebody uh, you know that's important. You know, we we right. tend to elevate those certain relationships.
2: Yeah, you know, I pulled a book off the uh, off my shelf today, and it was uh, Rick Warren's 40 um, Days to a Purpose Driven Life." Mm-hmm. And and the I remember just as clear as it was, and I want to make sure it was still there. The first sentence in the first chapter or the first daily <laughs> devotion says, "Life is not about you." That's right. And at that time, that was such a shock to me, like, whoa, huh? Well, come on. All right. I got to read more to figure this one out, Yeah. but it was captivating. It's perhaps less so now because I get it understanding as I'm trying to grow in my faith, uh, that, but, but that then was just boom. And how much of our activity is, you know, still about, about me, right. Creating comfort protection for others. We can justify it. Oh, I'm trying to help out my family or whatever, but, but it, uh, Life's, our life has a purpose and it's not about us we are owned by god created for a purpose he's got his stamp of approval on us you know because we're in christ and and he's got it he's got a role for us and it's and we're to be ambassadors mm-hmm. i think of second corinthians 5 probably 20 somewhere in that range yeah. as if we were ambassadors is the calling and and we're not training now to be ambassadors we are ambassadors this is that's life. right so you're carrying around that business card mm-hmm. where you know it or not radio audience that says ambassador for Christ. And could there be a higher calling? Could there be a greater sense of urgency? We see a lot of need around us. So let's get with it. And it starts with surrender.
1: Right. And you remember we went through this, I think, last year we talked about what an ambassador is. Yeah. What, what is the, what is the purpose of the ambassador to China uh, or, right. you know, uh, you know, it's it's. To, to deliver peace it's to negotiate peace
2: or to represent the most high official in your
1: land you're definitely representing yeah. the yeah the your home mm-hmm. uh and our home is not here our home is in right. heaven yeah and our king is Jesus and we go into foreign lands representing him with the peace that he offers yeah and uh that that's a i love that ambassador illustration yeah. and do we have everything we need brad to do that
2: absolutely we yeah, do but we don't think we do sometimes we go, i don't know i'm shrink back a little bit i don't really feel prepared or i'm not sure i can do this <laughs> but we do well in the flesh
1: yeah. you don't but yeah, in correct. the spirit you absolutely yes, you do. do that's right and uh you know what i asked that quite what motivates you when you get up in the morning do, do we remember why we're here and and what god wants for his children well i mean we both would agree well mm-hmm. uh to glorify god you know yeah to uh you know and i, I was I couldn't help but think about doug's message yesterday during his mother's mm-hmm. service he spoke a lot of her heart to serve others mm-hmm. he even went through he had three or four of her old bibles up there and just mm-hmm. kind of reading through the notes i don't know about you uh, mm-hmm. it, it, i've told vicki this before uh that i want my funeral service to be done out of my bible Yes. You know, and yeah, it yeah. would it wouldn't be difficult to it. find the Bible that you know that would probably be used right. and where it's really worn out. Well, you spent so much recovering it, you kinda have to stick with that one, <laughs> don't you? You know that story, right? <laughs> exactly. <I do. laughs> but you know, I was thinking about first Peter four ten. It says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as faithful stewards of God's manifold grace. Yes. And when you think about it, whether you're listening to us through podcast or live on the radio, you've been given a gift. Oh, yeah. We've all been given a gift, mm-hmm. and we're not just talking about a spiritual gift, whether it be evangelism, right? as Philip is described, yeah. or, yeah. or you know, the, I think of angel who's got the gift of hospitality yeah. or teaching. But the, the main gift that we've got is the gift of the gospel, right. the gift yes. of grace. Yeah. And we are to serve one another faithfully yep. because Paul says, guard the good deposit. He tells Timothy, guard the good deposit right. that's been right. entrusted to you. Well, we also have
2: mercy because we're not being judged for what we deserve. That's right. And then we have grace because we're getting what we don't deserve, which is heaven and eternity with God. And, and now because he went first and he loves us so greatly – you know, isn't it just the right thing to do that we should want to tell others about this, uh, so we can bring
1: more along to this, uh,
2: you know, to, to to serve him here and do his
1: purposes. You know, I can't help but think about this, and we've looked at statistics on how many people who are in the, the evangelical church, yeah, that have not shared the gospel. And I think there's only two reasons you haven't shared the gospel. Either you don't know how to do that or you don't understand what the gospel is. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's so beautiful yesterday. Doug just laid out the gospel, you know, that uh, God created you and I for a purpose. And I mean, that's right off the bat. God created us for a purpose. And that purpose is that we would be in fellowship with him. But because mm-hmm. of sin, that yeah. that has been broken. Yes, and you know that that's the problem. The, his purpose is that we'd be in fellowship with him. The problem is that we sin and we're separated from him. Yeah. But he he provided a sacrifice. He provided Christ, his son, to be the propitiation for our sin, that yeah. we might yeah. be united with the Father through the Son. But he says, you know, Absolutely. I am the way the truth and the life i'm not a way i am the way i am yep. the truth i am the life Yep. that's his provision for us is christ jesus and now as man we have to respond and mm-hmm. what is our response mm-hmm. and it's not a wave a hand it's not a you know bow a knee it is surrender it is it a is. complete surrendering yep. to god's purposes in your life yep not just a transaction it,
2: it's staying on that altar as a sacrifice and not wiggling off of it, right? Amen. Boy, and that's yeah. hard
1: to do. It is. Very hard to yeah. do. Yeah. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We're glad you've joined us. Call us today at 844-777-7928. Again, 844-777-SWAT. You can email us also at ask at com. If you have questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Stay tuned. We will be right back.
0: There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. there is good news for the world who walked away, there is good news for the doubter, the one religion failed, for the good
1: Lord has come. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio, Brad Sykes along with Brian Andrews. Uh, lift up Doug as he's uh, journeying back to Jacksonville after the passing of his mother. And uh, we, we continue to lift up the McCary family, uh, Doug, his wife, Lori, their kids, uh, Doug's brother, David, and his wife. Uh, just just keep them in your prayers. Uh, so thankful for Doug and his heart to, you know, to, to proclaim the word of God. And, and I know he's Probably antsy to get back here behind the studio, behind the behind the, these mics and, and share, and uh, as I'm sure he will do tomorrow and in the days ahead. You know, I was thinking, Brian, kind of what, as we yeah. kind of went out there, is this idea that it is so critical that as we are God's men, that we are reminded of what we're here to do. Right. Uh, I was thinking that Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. Uh, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? You know, it, mm-hmm. we can all from time to time lose that saltiness. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, just thinking about I, I can get so busy in my life. I can get busy, you know, right. with my grandkids yeah. or my own kids or work or, you know, just even ministry stuff. I mean, we can be busy doing ministry. Yeah. And really lose sight and lose our, our kind of the knowledge that God has us here on purpose. Right. It's not to build our resume. And yep. uh, it is it is to proclaim the gospel. And I know you were, yeah, you were just right. kind of mentioning that on the break, just how, how important it is, despite the difficulties that may even come. And Paul certainly has had that. And he's, as you already sure, read in the text sure. that we looked at today— well, and there's there's a, a fallacy, right? Sometimes we evaluate
2: our circumstances as if uh, that has any correlation with how we're doing. in a <laughs> oh, relationship doesn't? with God, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, oh, I didn't have to stick to my budget; got a little <laughs> extra, you know, jingle in my pocket. No, uh, and and the the daily surrender, you know, for me, and I know many of our brothers <laughs> out there and sisters, you know, is is uh, is quiet time in the morning where we can talk to God and hear from God. And let his word, which is sharper than a two-edged sword, activate within us and teach us and draw us closer. And 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 as we are alerted to an agenda that we didn't even know we had, yeah. as God begins to plant, <clears throat> plant thoughts for me, it looks like I write down a prayer list. I write down who I need to reach out and talk to that's been on my heart and and then try my best to execute that, you know, interspersed with the other demands of a real job, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, a, a pain job. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, the, the, I'm drawn to, you know, Romans, um, 12 two, you know, and this is, uh, simply, let me read it to you and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove that the will of God is that, which is good and acceptable and perfect. And so if we just focus on the transforming of the mind, the renewing of the mind that will happen if we invite God in and if we surrender and, and, uh, and say, "Hey, uh, Florida, show me. I, mm-hmm. I, I help, me, help prepare me a little better to be this ambassador, you know, for Christ that I am." And and so I think that's you know essential as we uh, as we fully surrender and <coughs> live deliberately with uh, singleness of purpose.
1: Well, I love I love that verse. I use that verse every once in a while because it it really reminds you of the fact that. You've probably heard me say this. Your mind is going to be renewed today. Mm-hmm. The question is, what's going to, what is, yeah. what is the source of renewing? Right. You know what I mean? Yes. You're either, your mind's either going to be renewed in the world yeah. or it's going to be renewed in the word. Yeah. And the discipline that it requires to, and we've talked about, we're talking about surrendering. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's really surrendering your entire life. Yeah. We've talked about how how difficult is it to love your enemies. Right. It's impossible. Yes. In the flesh. Yeah. And you know
2: Christianity is the only world faith I'm aware of that teaches you must love your enemies. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's of course Jesus is the only one uh, only leader of a world religion that ever claimed to be God. You know.
1: Well, well. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And what's interesting about Romans 12, you read yeah. 12 too. How about this? 12.1 uh, says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God. Now listen to this. To present your bodies as a living sacrifice, mm-hmm. holy and acceptable to God, right. which is your spiritual worship.
2: Mm-hmm. It,
1: listen, for me to love my enemies, for me to be on mission and on purpose, yep. I have to die to myself. Yes, I have to surrender my own wants and desires. And uh, I can tell you for me, I don't do that very often. Right. I mean, the yeah. the true, uh, the true sacrifice of surrendering your desires for his desires is very difficult to do.
2: Yep. It, it definitely is. And, you know, Paul's writing this letter about the same time he's leaving Ephesus. Mm-hmm. It's towards the end of his third right. missionary <clears throat> trip, according to a scholar. I looked at that earlier. Um, and, And he's, he's sending it back. So he's caring for the Romans. He's caring for Ephesus. He wants, he's got a longing for Jerusalem. This is one busy man. He could keep a lot of uh, staff busy, you know, and he, and he probably is here. Um, But that's where his heart is. He just never stops loving them as he's, as he's urging them. And then we know the result. Uh, So spoiler alert, right? He does go to Jerusalem and he does purify himself, you know, uh, because that's, what's going to, satisfy, you know, some of the, the Jewish uh, members now of the Christian church, and he wants to demonstrate that, and it's for the right motivation, right, not just to conform. And and then he winds up in Rome, you know, a couple years later. So he's not yeah. going to die in <clears throat> Jerusalem. He yeah. may be t- tied up and bound, and we'll get to that later, but uh, he's not going to die there. He's going to go on to Rome and, and really set aflame, a you know, some things there that hmm. uh, 250 years later, you know, make – make uh, Christianity the, the, the faith of, the, of uh,
1: Rome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, obviously we've, we talked a lot about Paul, but w- yeah. one of the characteristics about Paul that I love, it kind of touches on what you mentioned, is yeah. this idea that Paul's not going to be slowed down. No. Now there may be circumstances that slow him down. He won't slow himself down. Right. And yet – Complete opposite in my life. I mean, I'm doing, I put so many things up in my way. Yeah. You know, I still remember when Doug asked (laughs) me years ago, Hey, I want you to go to India with me. And you know, my natural tendency just would be, I'm not going to India. I mean, I don't have any interest in going to India. Yeah, now, he, I'm just. He, hey, he, he asked me
2: to go first, and I said I can't go. But ask Brad. Yeah,
1: ask Brad. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, I'm just. I, I, I'm I'm trying to be vulnerable. I'm trying to be honest. You know, the reality well, is so oftentimes, right? God wants us to go somewhere, and I'm I'm trying to find every reason not to go. And get outside the comfort zone, right? Absolutely. Precisely. And, you know, Paul is just. He he's just not going to be stopped. Right. And uh, yeah. now I was thinking uh, Jeremiah one five. You're familiar with this verse. Before I formed you mm-hmm. in the womb, right. it says I knew you. Yeah. And before you were born, I consecrated you. That mm-hmm. word consecrated. Yeah. Is that powerful? I have a purpose for your life. Right. And right. It, it goes on. and says I appointed you a prophet to the nations.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's us. Yes. Listen, God knew me, he knew you, yes. he knew if you're listening, he right. knew you before you were even a thought <laughs> right. in your mother and dad's, you know, yeah. idea. Yeah. And he consecrates us. If you're his, he's consecrated you. He has appointed you to be on mission. Right. And uh boy, we need that reminder. We do. That God has a purpose for me. But from the second I get up in the morning, I need to give that to him. I don't need to go get my phone. I don't need right. to go turn on the TV. Right. Sure. I need to go to him. Yeah. And 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 I'm not saying every time you open the word of God, all of a sudden you, your schedule is going to get filled up with, with appointments. Mm-hmm. But as we say to the Lord, Lord, I'm yours. Yeah. Have That's your right. way in me yeah. today.
2: You know, some of the best things for me when I wake up and I begin with an audible whisper, good morning, Jesus, <laughs> that really dials it in and makes it more personal, doesn't it? Yeah, amen. Yeah and I learned that from a friend years ago and don't practice as often as I should, but you know, the, the habit of that craving that quiet time, uh, along with a cup of coffee by me. Um, but, but you know, craving that quiet time that that's, that's where I'm at right now now. And so I want to encourage the men out there, you know, s- see if you can remove those obstacles to, to get there. If it's in the morning for you or at night, but set that time aside in the word where you can have that one-on-one accountability with God.
1: Amen. I think the- David said in the Psalm, Psalm 119, I can't remember the verse, but it says he gets up at midnight. You know, what will will it take in your life for you to find that time to be with him? Right. You know, and it's not about checking a box. It's not, listen, I am all for Mm -hmm. going through the Bible in a year or two years, whatever. I do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the the Bible, the word's got to get in you. Yeah. And it's got to transform you. And, uh, you know, I'm so, so thankful. Paul says in Ephesians 2.10, he says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which right. God, what he prepared beforehand yeah. that we might walk and, in and that And that's the abundant life, isn't it? It is. I mean, serving, abundant life,
2: works, abundant life. Yeah. That's the abundant life he designed us for, his inscriptions upon us, and you know, we need to give back to him what he's given to us
1: amen what's psalm 1 say how blessed is the man yeah who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked nor oh, yeah. stand in the path of sinners right. nor yeah. sit in the seat of scoffers but his delight is in the, the law lord. of the lord that's right and in his law he'll meditate day and night that's right listen i i have one of the disciplines i've had for for a pretty good while is memorizing scripture yeah and amen. i literally will wake up in the middle of the night reciting scripture and i don't mean that yeah. that's a good thing i probably need yeah. to go no, to that's, sleep that's good that's but great. It, it's that those words have gotten in my head
2: truthfully i remember memorized that verse two years ago and then forgot i memorized it until you gave me the first part <laughs> exactly. of it uh, yeah but but anyway relearning it yes that yeah. is a powerful one oh and it it's is. one i'm committed to too it yeah.
1: is we, you know we're we are to fully be devoted to him fully surrendered to him yeah. and the fact of the matter is the psalmist says blessed yes well that word is actually it could be translated happy who doesn't want to be happy joy exactly rejoicing happiness Mm -hmm. joy all those things i want that amen brother and he tells us it's a promise that as we you know bury our heads and bury our life into his word and we walk out these things we're going to be happy men yeah just like this SWAT community, yeah we, yeah, we got room for more, don't we? Oh man, do we ever? <laughs> Go to SWATradio.com. You can click on the meetings tab, and you'll see the various meetings that we, uh, you know, gather at. There's nothing like being in person. Although, you know, it's like being here with you, Brian. Get to hang out in person with you. Yeah, well, thank, absolutely. Thanks for coming it's been in a today. Joy. Thank yeah. you, All right, brother. Exactly. Y'all take care. Right. Join us tomorrow, SWAT Radio.